Welcome back to a brand new episode of Two Please. I'm your host Abhin, and I'm your co-host Rohit. And um, uh, what? What are we talking? What are we talking about? Oh, okay. I thought we were sorry, guys. We were having a, a shitload of internet issues before we started, so I thought Abhin was like, Rohit, I can't hear you again. But no, what <laughs> no, we're no, talking no. about successfully so far. What we're talking about is. Uh, so basically our last episode was on soundtracks and in that episode we had covered primarily hollywood yeah i mean not even other languages right we done yeah. hollywood movies but we really enjoyed uh doing that episode and it sort of reminded us how much both abhin and i love the musical aspect of films uh and therefore we decided hey how can you do a uh, an episode on soundtracks and not address the the vast elephant in the room which is the fact of that course. the our, our bread and butter that we grew that we've grown up on is basically every movie has every hindi movie has its own soundtrack so we have to have to have to do a bollywood version and in the process we also realized what a nightmare it is to sort of we you know your you know you've seen thousands of movies growing up and you and i mean most bollywood movies have decent to good music and uh, you know from that set to narrow it down to initially it was supposed to be five each and then i've been decided let's do 10 each but talk really fast <laughs> yeah basically so this is going to be uh, i think this is going to be the first episode of at least four more episodes in the next year or so maybe even two years um, yeah. depends on how this is going to be the series within the series um and <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast and you're like whatsapp conversation is just like i'll send a list and abin will say uh, oh this movie i'm like oh fuck okay wait let me revise this <laughs> and abin is like oh this oh fuck wait <laughs> i was just running through like so this is so my thought process uh before we get into the episode i kind of want to explain a bit of my thought process as to why i picked the movies that i picked i was like okay this indian cinema at least specifically bollywood or or hindi cinema has been around for the better part of nearly a century at this point so there's a vast catalog of songs to cover like a vast catalog of songs and uh, the the musical aspect of it of of all these films is um is basically the baby of of hindi cinema you can't not include a set of songs in your films without it causing any sort of a stir like that's that's just how these how these things work right so for a bollywood movie to not have let's say uh, an album to go with it is considered blasphemous in some circles so what yeah. i and i've kind of run around the point a little bit but what i'm trying to say is that given how huge um or how vast the catalog is i decided to keep mine fairly um recent or like fairly modern so to speak anything in the last 30 years is is on my list of 10 rohit i think precedes me a little bit more i, I believe he, yeah, he i think the earliest film in my list is from nine, so 1952 so 1952 oh, wow. and the latest is 2004 that that that's not to say I, i don't like albums past 2004 or whatever but it's just in that span these were the, i could i had to like pick 10 so i, I think mine I think mine is the earliest is ninety six and and the latest is twenty thirteen. So it's it's like uh, two sides of the coin where Ruth handles slightly more um, more of the old classic um, Bollywood films and we handle or rather I handle more of the nineties to the like to the more modern 
parts of um, of the catalog so that's that's this episode in a gist <laughs> and uh, let's start the show i am big it's the picture that got small Before we begin, as always, I must ask you for if you have any honorable mentions no, I mean, that you really wanted to talk about. Let's not open that Pandora's box. Uh, I mean, I don't think we should have honorable mentions uh, in this episode, given that you said this is the first of many. So that gives yes. us an out to not have honorable mentions because honestly, the movies that didn't make the cut i mean who, who are we <laughs> the movies yeah, that did yeah. make my cut for 10 the top 10 are by no means any lesser it's just it's like sophie's choice i had to pick some so let's not do on i don't want honorable mentions i'm going to keep them for part two part three part n whatever it is yeah cool that, that actually makes a lot of sense now um i, I believe we have a, I, we've, i've seen your list and you've seen my list so there are a couple of movies on there that belong to a certain actor. And I think it only makes sense to like couple those films together and address them in the latter half of this episode. So, yeah. So what I think we sh- primarily should do is we should like keep his film aside and then just go through the rest of our lists. And uh, t- once we, get yeah. done with that little bundle of, of albums i think outside we'll of his to, movies it's broadly yeah. chronological we'll try and yeah. follow that but we'll keep his movies or i think i have two two and a half because he he's also present in the half movie uh okay. but i think you uh, two three of yours are also his movies so exactly yeah i mean i'm sure people who watch bollywood know who, know who we're talking about by now of course yeah we're trying to maintain an air of suspense yeah, listen to the episode to find out. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> but let's begin, right. let's begin. Let's Should begin. I start? Uh, yeah, by all means, please. So our story begins, or uh, the first in our list goes all the way back to 1952. This is the movie Beju Bhavra. <laughs> Starring Bharat Bhushan, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, Bharat Bhushan. Known for his looks and screen presence, not so much for his acting. My parents, my mom used to, yeah, my parents both used to call him Dagudu, uh, <laughs> which basically means stone face. So, <laughs> not a great actor, but uh, I mean, that's why that's not why this movie is on the list. The music director for this movie was Noshad. It's a biopic about a real life singer called Beju Bhavra who mm. challenged Tansen, who went to Akbar's court and challenged Tansen. And obviously, in the in reality, he wasn't as big of a musical figure as they've shown in the film. But given that it's about Tansen, it's about Baju Bhavra, you know, where you're talking about stalwarts of Indian musical history. So mm. the music to be uh, at that level. And it, Noshad has given uh, a score which is deeply rooted in classical Hindustani music in a more commercial expression. Uh, mm. And 
to me this is i know rafi's had a very long career right up to the 80s this was probably younger rafi but to me this is peak rafi because hmm. i mean this like oh duniya ke rakhwale in which i think rafi explores a four octave range the song goes very oh, wow. low it goes hmm. very high it's it's almost impossible for anyone else to sing ट्रैक for my you know i i i never was in a camp of hey you know there's always ayukesh or kumar fan or rafi mm. fan i was like hey both are great but after i heard mm. the soundtrack for baju bara like bro like respect kishor kumar but rafi is rafi mm-hmm. okay but i mean if you guys haven't checked it out it's a little hardcore like it's not yeah yeah this is yeah it's not shad class <laughs> yeah yeah but it's mm. amazing if you if you like that kind of stuff it's very very good Uh, I have not seen by Jabbar I haven't heard the soundtrack I do know of Nasha's work but I mean obviously primarily being Mughalism that to the extent is my <laughs> exploration of Nasha's Imagine Nasha's a slightly album. more hardcore version of Mughalism's music by hardcore I don't know mm. in a bad way mm. more of the same a more intense oh. version that's basically by Jabbar okay okay let's quickly move on <laughs> before mm-hmm. we spend more time on this okay um, jumping Uh, square 50 odd years later i feel you're going to keep jumping back and forth on yeah this i was just going to say there's going to be a lot of chronological whiplash in this episode okay so listening i really apologize if it's if it's a bit jarring but i assure you it it will be fun by the end of the experience anyway so i'm going to jump it 50 odd years into the future uh into the year 2001 uh, and i'm going to talk about an album that changed a generation a movie that was was generation defining never mind the album but the music for the album is uh, timeless i think it still stands uh, stands up even today um, the movie being dil chahta hai and this is i'm of course talking about shankar ehsan and loy uh, who did the music for the, for the film um they were sankar so ehsan and loy were around i believe they had done rockford a year prior or two years prior but coming back to dil chahta hai dil chahta hai um what an album like what a movie to begin with uh, the, a movie that is stood yeah. the test of time and as per in, in terms of music that album has everything it it has the the peppiness of koi kahe kehta rahe it has um the the playfulness of wo ladki hai kaha that is now coming back through through reels and it has the the melancholy of uh, of kaisi hai rut ke jisme which is mm. which is such a really pleasant song to listen to of course the title yeah. track is a generation defining title track there are any who watches bollywood movies and has visited goa yeah. i there is like zero chance they haven't played the song zero of chance course. yeah the it is um <laughs> it, it, especially like the 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 interlude section in the middle where it kind yeah. of um slows down and then picks up again where it has this euphoric rise such, such a fun fun song uh-huh. uh, then of course Johnny Q which is another really nice love, love ballad that did the didgeridoo to a lot of us we had no idea to a lot of us yeah 
if you are listening to this podcast right now there is a very strong chance that in this exact moment at a wedding somewhere across the country or across the world somebody is playing koi koi kehta rahe at a sangeet and it's just uh, it, it is a song that has transcended generations uh, a, a banger of a track so to speak yep yep again i mean hard to disagree with you that this is one of those you know every song is amazing sort of soundtrack yeah chankar hasan loy i mean there's there's so much of their um <laughs> of their uh, discography that we i could have put in here and they do make appearances <laughs> later some of mm-hmm. them do make appearances mm-hmm. in my list uh, as we get through them but uh, let's move on to your number 2 all right so let's move back to the 50s again <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh the next movie i want to talk about uh it is actually probably my favorite hindi movie as well uh, or either this is my bourgeois answer for favorite hindi movie uh, of course yeah i mean my fa- true favorite probably might be a lot more masala but i'm talking about 1957 uh, 1957 pyasa ane ho kaise log the jinke pyar ko pyar mila Uh, directed by and starring gurudath uh, starring bahida rehman as well and johnny walker among other people now the s- story is about this aspiring poet poet writer yeah he's a poet who is basically this uh, romantic at heart and has a very fanciful view of uh, the world and feels like things will work out for him and then he gets disillusioned by reality he he grows uh, very uh, cynical and he's like starts to see the world for what it truly is and vahida rehman plays uh, essentially hooker with a heart of gold uh, mm. called gulabo and uh, the two fall in love and they sort of find this uh, their own little version of happiness in what is shown to be a very unhappy world uh, mm. spoiler alert for a 50 odd year old movie eventually he does find success but it comes at a certain cost and he realizes success wasn't what he thought it would be and i mean the movie doesn't have a very happy ending but it's no, a great no, no. tragic tragical love story and uh, i mean visually great great dialogues but i would say uh, over and above everything it's the music that really adds to the film the, the movie has songs of many different moods there's johnny walker's sar jo tera chakra hai ya dil duba jaye which is a very happy song in an otherwise unhappy movie uh, then there's jaane wo kaise log the jinke pyar ko pyar mila there's that but my personal favorite out of all of the songs of pyasa is jinhe naaz hai hind par wo kahan hai it's based on a a poem so the lyricist for the movie is sahir ludhianvi and uh, the the song jinhe naaz hai is is an adaptation of an earlier poem that he had written called chakle chakle means brothels mm. and mm-hmm. uh, the entire song sequence is uh, gurudath walking through this brothel and basically commenting out loud how uh, india was supposed to be was promised to be this beautiful land where this prosperity women are respected and here we see we're in a den of uh, sin and So, you see the way the lecherous way in which men almost objectify women and like so basically the song jinhe naaz hai hind par so people who said india would be great people who are proud of india where are you now mm-hmm. it's a lovely song i mean even stand alone the lyrics and the song are lovely but the whole pictureization of a song of the song 
I would say if if you want to look at a masterclass of uh, of a Bollywood director, I feel I mean it's forget what I feel. It's beyond doubt that Guru Dutt is an author of Bollywood cinema. Hmm. And if I were to submit one piece of Guru Dutt's work, I mean I haven't seen Kagaz Ke Fool in all in all of its entirety. So maybe there's something hmm. better out there, but. Yeah. from all of gurudev's work i've seen this one piece i would submit to say hey this this is why this man was great it's the song mm. sequence for in azim in the par it's amazing i haven't seen it i haven't seen either of pyasa kagaz ke phool even though this is one of those movies that you tend to know what happens because of the the quizzing circles we occupied yeah because how much it percolates into your pop culture yeah in, in, in the pop culture right like we have a friend who keeps referring to This Piyasa, like, <laughs> grew up as Piyasa Jesus because of the oh, yeah. Jesus allegories in in the movie. In the song, so uh, a lot of this one only. Jani, वो कैसे लोग थे जिनके it's the music video for that song where the Jesus allegory comes in. I did not know that, but yeah, that's uh, I haven't seen Piyasa. I, I think they're both streaming on Amazon Prime. It. My yeah, father was watching Kagas Kagas Ke Pool the other day, and he said he mentioned it was on Amazon Prime. So go check it out on Amazon Prime if you haven't. Let's jump back to mine. सुजय घोष डायरेक्टोरियल डेब्यू तुमसे कुछ कह रहा दिल ये मेरा तुमसे कुछ कह रहा है सुनो ना एंड इट्स We meet this third guy and like basically a bunch of interlinked romance stories. Uh, Rahul Bose and uh, Rahul Bose, Sanjay Suri and uh, Shyam Munshi. Shyam Munshi, yeah, they are um, they they work at an ad agency. Uh, Sanjay mm-hmm. Suri is married to um, Juhi Chawla. Juhi Chawla and uh, Rahul, Rahul Bose is Bose married to Ricky Khanna. Ricky Khanna, yeah, and. It's, it's it's very evident how much I love this movie. So yeah, it is. Oh, Jankar Beats. For those of you who haven't seen it, you are sleeping on a, um, a wonderful comedy. It is absolutely yeah. hilarious. It's so much fun, and the entire film is meant to be a tribute to the music of Adi Burman. Uh, it's very prevalent. The theme, which is the Jankar theme, um, is um, has. Sudesh Bhosle, I think, right? Sudesh Bhosle, who yeah, was very, who was very famous for doing, for being the voice of Amitabh Bachchan in the latter half um, yeah. of his career, um, doing an R.D. Burman impression. Uh, you know that the the the, the, the voice that you hear in my booba, my booba. Thirty masters. I can't. Do yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. So there's the. I was just listening to it on 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 the way back today. Um, But I, I think this might be one of Vishal and Shekhar's earliest yeah. films that they have taken on. What an album! Like if you go back and listen to it, "Tu Aashiqui Hai" was the, the lead single that came off it. That was the first song that promoted everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. And then "Tera uh, Muskurana" was was the second, and uh, the, the the slow ballad uh, "Sonona." Which, uh, yeah. Yes. What a Wonderful set of songs. I think for those of you, if, like the deep cuts on this album is is, is like you probably say Boss Kanta, which is Boss Kanta, yeah. which is um, a full on tribute to to Adi Burman in, in the film. Um, so Jankar Beats is 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 a great movie, but an even better music album that I'd say you have to check out. 
Uh, and definitely watch the movie because if you're a fan of Rahul Bose's work, Rahul Bose is hilarious. I have a peak Rahul Bose. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> He's the best. <laughs> like, there's Rahul Bose's car is a pigeon that keeps shitting on his car. And that, <laughs> and that joke is just <laughs> absolutely wonderful. It's like about him and uh, Sanjay Suri's upstairs neighbor who, yeah. who keeps having sex and decides he doesn't <laughs> believe in protection and protection, just yeah. wants to pull out. There's one line, okay, I know, I, I, you know this is like snatch, like, we start if i start discussing jankar we really get into it but there's one line where uh, rahul bose asks sanjay suri wo what's up and kya bol raha tha tumhe when i said i caught this on the third or fourth rewatch and when i was young i didn't realize who what's up was like going up uh-huh. what's up road kama sutra I was like what a line dude <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no like i was saying right if 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 asked in uh, hi-fi company i'd say piyasa is my favorite film but i'd probably come into your ear and whisper i'm kidding dude is jankar <laughs> <laughs> such a fun film like fully like yeah. highly recommend you go to go check it out and, and check out the album the album i'm sure you've heard the songs like i'm yeah, like yeah. one of the three songs that i've mentioned you've heard in the last 20 years you could not have gone uh, around by india without having heard any of those three songs uh, yeah. but yeah that that's that's the my number 2 on the list lovely 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 number 2 uh, i don't know how okay let's not <laughs> that's not so wrong, <laughs> <laughs> let's okay. let's uh, jump back to 1965 uh, we've okay. covered we already covered one sd burman soundtrack in piyasa uh, the 1965 movie that i want to talk about is devanand's guide which was an adaptation of uh, an rk narayan story of the same name rahe mera dil कहीं बीते ना ये रातें कहीं बीते ना ये दिन कहीं बीते ना अगेन इट्स अ ट्रैजिकल लव स्टोरी ऑफ सॉर्ट्स इट्स इट्स नॉट जस्ट अ लव स्टोरी इट्स अ स्टोरी ऑफ अ मैन दैट दैट इट्स योर गाइड हु इज अ ट्रैवल गाइड फॉर आई थिंक अ बंच ऑफ केव सिस्टम्स एंड फॉरेस्ट एरियाज एंड देन हिज कैरेक्टर मीट्स वैदार रहमान्स कैरेक्टर देवानंद कैरेक्टर मीट्स वैदार रहमान्स कैरेक्टर हु इज ऑलरेडी मैरिड things happen and from then on it's it's more or less a tragedy it's, it's a hmm. a sad love story of sorts but i mean if you just look at the list of songs in the movie again this is for me another reason as to why i feel rafi is better than uh, kishor because again most of the songs are by rafi speak rafi and there's tere mere sapne ab ek rang hain kya se kya ho gaya ट्रैक I I also internally used to think, hey, is Adi Burman better? S T Burman. I think the general consensus is Adi Burman is better because I mean, hmm. for for Indians, Adi there's no one. He's yeah, like John Williams of India. But hmm. I personally love S T Burman more than Adi because primarily because of the guide. It's it's probably probably my favorite. I don't know. It's hard to pick, but I know at some point in my life it was my favorite soundtrack. I know Guide is is one of few Indian films that have that has been dubbed in English as well, right? There are two yeah, versions yeah. at least. 
the English film version didn't do too well, but the the Hindi film is a classic of, of Indian cinema. Uh, yeah. If you have not watched it, I highly recommend that you do. Yeah, it's uh, a long movie. The story has a lot of it goes places. I mean, they could have trimmed the story, but they made it like a very faithful adaptation. But the mo the songs sort of massage the length of the movie. Kind of mm-hmm. makes it easier to sit through it, I guess. It's like it's like the anti was your Ashi, but the songs absolutely destroy the film. Twelve <laughs> twelve songs for twelve Rashis. Ashtosh Kumarakar could jump in a world. Nobody asked for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I guess we'll jump back into into my list. I'm going to jump back another fifty years into the year two thousand four. Uh, and uh, this is it's not a great movie but it's a great fucking album uh, which and i think it's time like on this especially on this episode that the the mozart of of madras makes his appearance mm-hmm. and i'm i'm of course talking about yaar rehman and this is mani ratnam's yuva starring abhishek bachchan rani mukherjee ajay devgan kareena kapoor హర్తాల్ సాంగ్ which mm. is a, a, a great bloody song it has this really nice romantic uh, tune kabhi neem neem between next picture on abhishek and mm. rani it, it has khuda office which is slow that has song. not particularly it's, it begins with this like a like, like this really mellow beat song that then escalates mm. into, into this really fast paced tune speaking of club tunes it has fala Which oh yeah sorry i was confusing yeah fana is the yeah. one which is yeah mm. and that song has to is evergreen it was a song if that song came out in 2023 it would still as be as fresh as it was when it came out in yeah. 2004 such a such a fun fun song um i don't remember much of viva the movie i know it's what three different stories that ultimately clash On it's about student politics i remember that mm. much uh abhishek bachchan is a, an enforcer for local corporate or somebody who wants to influence student politics vekobara is a guy who stands for election who's like super idealistic he's like i'm not going to be bullied by local like the likes of abhishek bachchan and i don't know what they pinned us that's all i remember of the movie it was an ambitious movie i don't think maniratnam made it massy enough i guess i don't know i yeah. I, i watched it once and i don't remember much of it mm. but yeah but the like album- said, you definitely remember the songs you remember the album the album is for its, its diverse selection and music is definitely up there as one of my favorite albums uh, to have come out of bollywood in the last 30 40 years um okay so my fourth movie where again going to go back to 1968 i'm uh, sorry guys i'm still not out of the 60s uh, <laughs> uh, we go back to 1968 padosan 
सामने वाली खिड़की में एक चांद कटकड़ा रहता है मेरे सामने वाली खिड़की में एक चांद कटकड़ा रहता है big solo break at the time yeah so the original is mechali mechali which is also from this mm-hmm. movie then there's kehna hai kehna hai aaj mm-hmm. tumse pehli baar which is also and then there's probably the best song of the list which is sharmati hai magar by lata mangeshkar not mm-hmm. the most famous song from the movie but probably my personal favorite but again really hard to pick and i think this movie is really kishore kumar's tour de force because I think most of the big songs are his, and this is, you know, if if you are a Kishore fan, this is probably your showcase for saying why Kishore is mm-hmm. probably better than Ruffy, and I have to give it to him. What a banger of an album! And for that, you know, that boisterous, loud, romantic sort of feel, I think no one does it like Kishore. Again, this I is one of those albums where every song is just bangers. I think Double Threat Kishore, no, he's also in the movie. Ah yes he's also an actor in the movie yes he is yeah, so, uh, Sunil that's coach so to speak mm, when you when mere saamne wali khidki is playing you can like it's it's sunil that it's like yeah singing it but if you can lip syncing it but it's kishor kumar behind the window uh, yeah. actually singing the song like, it's genuinely a very okay. fun movie to watch as well i mean music mm. apart it's a fun movie to watch and it's uh parts of it as maybe towards the end it's slightly misogynistic but for the most part it it holds holds up fairly well cool all right so that was your number 4 uh let's yeah. stay with my rehman trend mm-hmm. and jump into the year 2011 now i consider this to be the last great rehman album of of his entire discography i think after this you could argue that maybe um highway had some promise as well as tamasha but to me um rockstar is his like his best work arguably in in the last 30 odd years i know they, you, it, in, maybe there are portions of other albums that are better but uh, but as a whole Maybe. okay that's a very contentious statement yeah as a whole um there's definitely um um you won't find or it's very rare to find an album that plays like that uh, of course you have um jobi mein which is and it's all like so what imtiaz ali does for this is is he he sticks decides to stick with one um with, with one playback singer to be the voice of the main character in the story Now, which for this I, movie makes sense right 
yeah it really works uh, and i have grown to like the film a lot more in in at least the last few years or so because when it first came out i wasn't particularly a big fan of it but then i've have had this sort of appreciation for it over the years most of for the music because the music in this film i think is, is excellent uh, jobi mam uh, is is one track that that stands out hava hava has this nice flamenco like bump to it um but tum ho being being the other it, it has katiya karu which is a really fun song in my opinion fir se utchala is another really nice track but um i don't think you're going to find a better song uh, on this album than than the sufi track that is kun faya kun sajra savera mere tan bar se kajra andhera teri jaldi la sajra savera mere tan bar se kajra andhera teri jaldi la katra mila jo tere dar par se ho which i believe is a phrase that comes from the quran it's about 7 minutes long and i think the phrase that really translates to be and it is um and i was i was listening to a podcast earlier today in preparation for this episode and he was explaining um how imtiaz ali came to let's say arman was explaining about how imtiaz ali came to him and asked him if he could make a song on um, uh, on the phrase and he really went back into his sufi roots and went back to a place where he's like the whole idea of the song was for it to be a universal message when it comes to religion it's a song that unites all people and uh, i he felt that using his sufi roots he was really able to bring that across and it, it shows kunfaya kun is is seven minutes of pure heaven almost transcend transcendental at some point it's it's so damn good yeah i think kunfaya kun a similar vibe um... Can I get from another one of Rahman's? And uh, Jodha Akbar is also Rahman, right? Yes. Uh, what's that song? Mola. Kwaja Mere Kwaja. Or even Kwaja Mere. Both of them have that. Yeah, actually, more so Kwaja Mere Kwaja. It has that same sort of peaceful feel to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, for me, the two are very similar in in the sort of in the way it makes me feel after listening to it. But I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean. I don't know if it's Rahman's best work in the last thirty years. That's that's a very loaded statement, but it's a very good album. That much I can give it. Like you know, Dil Se exists, Roja exists. Uh, the other movie that I want to talk about on the line exists. So okay, but yeah, it's a great, it is a great, great album. album. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right, fine. Yeah, so Roxa is one of my favorite um, Rahman albums. I still listen to it to this day. Uh, definitely up there. Fair enough. uh great so let's move on to my number 5 film um okay guys we're finally into the 70s woohoo <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to talk about uh, 1972's amar prem starring rajesh khanna and sharmila tagore to log kahenge logon ka kaam hai kehna chhodo तो लोग 
again once again scored by rd parman it is impossible to escape the guy if you're you know going to make a, a list of great soundtracks over the decades uh i mean rd like we already said rd is like the john williams of bollywood he he this he's this looming presence over the bollywood music industry so once again here if you look at a set or an album list right you have songs literally i'm just going to read out the movie has six songs of okay. which i'm going to read out five one is rena beeti jaye by lata mangeshkar mm-hmm. classic chingari koi bhadke it's like uber classic kuch to log kahenge mujhe lage like mega classic and that's ye kya hua kaise hua and bada natkat hai literally like like i will make six songs Uh, mm-hmm. the first one i don't know i haven't heard of it in the dolly dolly maybe it oh fuck this that mm-hmm. song okay all six are like are you going to say it i'm going to make six song all six are going to be epic songs yeah top 50 hindi songs of all time yeah of all time <laughs> literally yeah and uh, i mean the movie is i have watched the movie it is it's boring it's about a guy who falls in love with a neighborhood courtesan i don't understand what is a neighborhood courtesan what neighborhood are you living in where it's, it's questionable whatever hmm. it's based out of a bengali short story uh so in a in a way actually yeah in a way it is in the vein of another movie i, I almost just said it another movie that i'm going to talk about uh, which hmm. we sort of bunch together for the actor that we're going to get to but uh, yes similar uh, calcutta guy sad in life mm-hmm. and uh, falls in love with a courtesan yeah if you catch my drift yeah, so basically. the movie is a bit of a drag but the soundtrack like i mentioned you you already heard of the, all of the songs so you, you yeah. know about it okay um let's jump back into my list now let's go back into your <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm jumping forward another like 50 odd years at this point my friend uh <laughs> and uh, let's move into the year 2011 i think more or less the same year i yeah. kind of may have missed a date or missed a few months because rockstar i think was november i remember it because it had that 11 11 11 release uh and um, but in in june of that year there was another film that came out which we've spoken on prior episodes yeah. i think on the on the zoya factor specifically this is another sankshankar rehsan alloy uh, project that is zindagi na zindagi na milegi dobara The first song that okay, what's the first song that you think of when you when you think of this album? F- what what do you call it? Na 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 na. Senorita. Oh, Senorita. Yeah. That's the name of the song. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah, that, so but a, I, my favorite song is not that. My favorite song is yeah. uh, "Deer De- De- Lagi Lake." Oh, really? Love That's the, your favorite. Yeah, I really love the lines of the of the song. It's it's very mm-hmm. and the, the section in the movie where it takes place after they again spoiler alert guys after mm-hmm. they meet Nasiruddin Shah and. Hmm. it doesn't work out the way farhan wants it to be farhan yeah it's it's a very quiet contemplative song and he, in, in in the movie at that point he realizes that he actually was sort of a dick to uh rithik roshan's character and hmm. it's a it's prob that that section of the movie is probably my favorite part of the movie it's it's nice to see friends really you see until then there's a wall between them however nice yeah. to each other but then you see that mm. crumble that that part is really nice i guess i my love for the song comes from a lot from where it is used in the film nice my favorite so senorita is obviously the the huge fun 
track in yeah. the film. So, I mean, of course, there's the Suraj ki baahon mein the song that plays during the end credits, which has a really fun peppy vibe to it. But my favorite song on this entire album is is the is the song Khabo ke Parinde. Ude, Plays as you're driving through Spain, which has it's such a breeze to listen to. It really calms me down on days when I'm stressed. It's one of my go-to stress reliever songs. Uh, it's a wonderful track, and it, I think it, it's sung by um, uh, it's it, it's sung by uh, Alisa Mendonca and, and Mohit Chauhan. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely, like uh, this is a very fun album to listen to. It kind of covers the entire spectrum of. Um, Of the human emotions, there's introspection. There's a party track. There's there's one where like you're just chilling on a on, on a nice Sunday afternoon. Yeah. There's um, there's a song that you play with your friends um, when you're dancing at a party or something. So it's it, it's a it's a fun album, and I think that's probably why I gravitate to it yeah. a lot. Yeah. Uh, no, I just got reminded. So I think Nina Milagi Dubara is also one of uh, Poonam's favorite albums to listen to, uh, okay. especially Kabuke uh, Parinde and Suraj Ki Baomish. I know for a fact she listens to those songs a lot. And I remember when we were in Spain, I think we were on the train from Seville to Cordoba, and it was a fairly packed train, uh, yeah. but. It was a nice, whatever you know, southern Spain, sunny uh, vistas out of the train, and but it's still a packed train. Like it, it's not yeah. a rich person trip that they have in the film. But Puran is playing yeah. okay, but in there at one point I was like, bro, they go in an open top car. We're we're in this sweaty train with two other people. How is how are you equate? How is the song like you know making you equate the two things? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not anywhere as romantic as it's in that movie. The song melted away like your surrounding scenario. Yeah, so I would be able. Yeah, but it is a lovely song. I, I definitely yeah. agree. Yeah, a lovely that, album to both. Yeah, yeah. So, but for you, that being the associated memory, kind of like puts a damper on it a little bit because you're like, oh, come on, we're in the sweaty train. <laughs> That's what it will be for the rest of your life. Uh, I mean, more than sweaty. I think we just had a lot of bags, so I don't know if others were sweaty. I was sweating from carrying. Hmm. I, I mean, that was a. We've learned our lessons now. We don't travel as heavy anymore. I was never meet your songs in person. Yeah, <laughs> never meet your <laughs> <a> songs. <laughs> okay, all right. But yeah, uh, uh, yeah. coming on to my sixth movie. Uh, we do a whole decade jump now, guys. We're in the eighties. Uh, this is the last of my Adi Burman uh, soundtracks. I am talking about 1985's Sagar. Starring uh, Rishi Kapoor, Dimple Kapadia, Kamal Hassan, among a host of other people. Again with Sagar, if I Maybe for most people today, it might be famous for the whole la 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 sequence mm-hmm. is what might first come to mind. But even if you look at all of the songs in the list, there's obviously Sagar Kinare, Diliye uh, Pukare, which is I think the title song. Hmm. Actually, no, there is Sagar Jaisi Aankho Wali is the title song, which is Rishi Kapoor mm-hmm. when he first sees Dimple Kapadia. Then there's uh, Jaane Dona, which is a uncomfortably sensual song. 
it's mm. uh, i don't know it's yeah it's like i remember watching the video for this song as a kid and i was like something tells me i my parents wouldn't be okay with me watching this but uh, <laughs> they're not around so it's fine and uh, there's such mere yaar hai uh, by spb uh, mm. which is also a great song about friendship mm. and there's uh, oh maria uh, have you heard this one oh maria oh that's from there i've heard i've yeah. heard in sapne which is uh, like a remixed and updated version of it sapne the film starring i think it's kajol arvind swami and i don't know then the song i'm singing is the sapne one Uh, yeah, but even this Omaria SPB and Dasha Bose they have. I I mean I'm I'm not able to record, but that's also a very famous song. So basically, again, wow. another album where every song is something you've definitely heard of, and couple of them are the like all time great types. Sapne dude, damn. Okay, yeah, <laughs> deep Sapne. cuts, yeah, Bollywood cuts. Okay, uh, I have Sagar is it's a film I have not seen in in time. Uh, but Hamtum is not from that's from Bobby, no. my This is my favorite album in the last 10 years and it came out in 2013 and this is one of my favorite movies in the last 10 years if not the last 15 16 odd years um this is an amit trivedi trivedi album who i kind of wanted to put on here for another um movie that also has a great great album a uh, good movie too but what i'm going to put him on here for is uh, is 2013 through terra it has about six songs mm-hmm. and all three all six songs have this wonderful magical quality about them like if you listen to it it opens with savar and lo which has this really nice playful mm-hmm. tone to it and then i think it's it's followed up by shikayate uh, montare which is another i think it's written by shantanu moitra is oh, it or and no it's not shantanu moitra i think it's it's swanand kirkere is is the might have written it and he also sings on it um then manmarzia is such a beautiful song um shikayate i mentioned uh, ankahi which is another really great song but one of my fa- my favorite song on this uh, on this album is is zinda which is a song sung by amitra vedi and it's a song that takes place in the climax of the film um it's a very simple message like it's zinda hu yaar kafi hai uh and <laughs> A really nice a beautiful song um it's an album i've listened to repeatedly in the last since i've heard it for the first time and lutera was a movie i did not watch in movie theaters i watched it on on television years later i was blown away by the album it's so damn good lutera is uh, ranveer singh right i always confuse yeah. lutera and october for some reason they have like the same <laughs> vibe i feel yeah very quietness like a, <laughs> but i'd say it's yeah. a, there's a few there's a big generation gap like i think lutera is what the 1940s uh, they're eliminating the zamindar class so maybe the 50s 1940s mm-hmm. early 50s 
Um, and October, I think, is more like more recent. It's uh, definitely in like twenty tens. Mm. But nice, yeah. I mean, yeah. Savarlu is again one of those songs. I think for me, if I had to make like a decades ka playlist, it would definitely figure in there. So it's a very nice, very uh, quintessential Shreya Ghoshal song. I would say. Yeah. It's got and it uses her voice in the best possible way. So nice, it's like nice it's choice. A, it's a song that would not have been out of place, let's say, in the fifties or in the sixties. Yeah, it's, yeah. It has that it has that charm about it. A beautiful track. Okay, that's that it. was Lutera. Okay, uh, my seventh movie and uh, the last, which is not in that set, so to speak. Hmm. Um, okay, I'm going to talk about 1991's Lamhe. Starring uh, Anil Kapoor, Shri Devi, uh, and Shri Devi, and Shri Devi, and Vaidya <laughs> Rahman again. Vaidya Rahman also has had a career where her movies have great songs. Uh, hmm. Anupam Kher, among others, again. Hmm. Now the movie itself is. very i mean it could go wrong it's a very i nice love the movie, movie growing up i absolutely yeah yeah I, I, i really love the movie but think about right in the wrong hands the the hmm. movie could be very icky and disastrous but yash chopra handles the mature subject matter so deftly i think in the way only yash chopra could have he didn't do it it ended up didn't do well because and yeah. if you seen the romantics and it comes up in it and adi chopra says if we had not yeah. shown one scene where is when yeah. he meets he meets uh, uh the daughter as a as a young girl if they hadn't shown that one scene the movie would have been a yeah. massive success uh and i think that's what put a lot of people off it, and but i still really like the film it was one yeah. of the movies that my mother and i watched repeatedly as a child as i was growing up um, and i think it was one of those first movies at least in my memory it is probably the one of those first movies where i saw the protagonist is a rich guy living out of india and they show that rich person out of india lifestyle and it's like whoa bro this is like swanky for, for those of you who don't know about lamaze about how would you like pitch them this film what what would you say is the story Okay I mean I'll tell you what the story is I mean it's not really yeah I won't tell the spoilery bit so basically yeah. there's uh, uh, Anil Kapoor plays a prince his mm-hmm. dad was like princely this is like princely state era like this is post independence mm-hmm. he's nam ka prince but they have their own mm-hmm. rolls royce and shit still because mm-hmm. india is messed up that way uh, yeah. and he's a prince who uh, is foreign educated he comes back because he now needs to start i don't know he he needs to start taking care of business back home hmm. and hmm. Uh, he then meets this uh, his dad's so basically this girl is his dad's minister's wife uh, minister's hmm. daughter played hmm. by shri devi and uh, he starts to fall in love with her but she's older than him and vaidya rahman who plays uh, Anil Kapoor's caretaker, come basically mm. mother figure. She's like, mm. she's older than you. What are you thinking about? Like, I don't give a shit about all this. If I love mm. her, I love her. And he's about to tell her, then he realizes she's already betrothed, betrothed, whatever. She's already committed mm. to somebody else. And mm. uh, 
he follows his feelings and does his bit to help the two get married and uh, that happens and, and she uh, dies yeah and then she dies i mean not immediately mm. they have enough time to have a child so like mm. at least a year later but they both die in a plane crash and oh yeah so after the marriage anil kapoor is like i can't hang around here there's too much bad vibes so he fucks out mm. back to the uk or wherever i think uk us something Hmm. and uh, he decides i'm going to stay away from this then he re- one year later the two of them die in a crash and uh, he comes back or he comes back 3 4 years later and then vaidha rahman is like yeah she's dead but they had a child and anil kapoor is like this child is a reminder of her death so i can't look hmm. at her hmm. so he he does basically this is like work from home he does parenting from home types Hmm. He doesn't meet this girl ever for the next eighteen odd years, but he just sends her gifts for her birthday, letters, etc. Hmm. He doesn't see her. This girl now grows up to be Shri Devi again because apparently yeah. Shri Devi's character has extremely strong genetics. Dreams, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally looks like looks the same, and now it is unbearable for Anil Kapoor to Anil Kapoor's character to look at her because she literally has pretty image of her mother, and hmm. this girl now starts to fall in love with a much older Anil Kapoor. Mm. the rest of the movie is that situation playing out mm. but yeah already as you can see even without getting into spoilers the story that as we've laid out is is not something you would have seen in bollywood up to that point yeah. or even after that point this is a very complex matter complex waters to navigate that i would yeah. say yash chopra does a very good job of and the songs are great yeah. i mean coming to the topic why we wanted to talk about lamhe in this uh, episode or in this part i mean there's uh there's uh ye lamhe the, the title song then there's meri mm. bindiya uh then there's gudiya rani the song mm. and there's kabhi main kahun kabhi tum suno which is probably mm. the most famous and liked song uh then there's uh, morini bagama bole uh mm. and there's that yeah, is the most famous Gudiya. song I guess yeah, actually Morni Bagama Bole would be the most famous song. But mm. again, all of these songs are super melodious, super lovely. Uh, this was when this was the era. I think for a good decade, decade and a half, starting from Silsila onwards, Yash Chopra worked a lot with uh, Shiv Hari, which is Shiv Kumar Sharma and Hari Prasad Chaurasia. Mm. They scored Silsile, they scored Lamhe, they scored Chandni. A lot of the more famous Yash Chopra musicals were scored by mm. Shiv Hari. So. Again, I had to pick between those three, man. It was really hard, but I decided I want to go with Lamhe. I part of me is like, how the fuck could I not talk about Silsila? But I'll deal with that part later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to Silsila on a on a later episode. Yes. Um, I think we talk about Silsila Chandni. There are so many. You know, Kamoshi, yeah. which is a Sanjay Dutt Bansali film. Ham Dil De. We haven't even gotten into SLBs. Oh damn! Do-do-do-do. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. Cool. I I, I have to. Oh fuck! Yeah, sorry. I'm ruining one movie from my future list, which was part of that set, and I'm replacing that with Hamdil De Chikis. It's a better smile than one. <laughs> I know my next set. Like I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't go. With I totally forgot about it. Again, this is like the WhatsApp. I was like, fuck. I was like, fuck. <laughs> okay, I need to. I was like, oh, you went with that, which okay, fine. It's, it's a fun album. I, I'm not like not, but I'd say the the better album is is Hamdil De. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is, no, no, no. Um, correct. Yeah, but cool. Uh, I'm going to jump another twenty odd years into the future again to the year 2013. Now, this is a film that basically is the modern DDLJ, right? It is perceived as the modern DDLJ. And when I first saw it, 
I really liked it. I absolutely adored it. But within the 10 years of its release, I think we're coming up on its 10 year, 10th year anniversary this Does year. Does not hold up to repeat oh, viewings. No, it, it holds up to repeat viewings. Everything around the film is perfect except for the lead character in the film that is uh, yeah. Bunny, played by Ranbir, Ranbir Kapoor. Of course, I'm talking about Yejewani Hedewani. Um, my problems with the film aside, like in generally in terms of one of giving us one of the most irritating characters, the most selfish assholes in the film, who has no particular change in it at heart. At the end of the film, he ends up being who he really is. It's, it's a character that you find, like, I find very little empathy for. Um, and, and then we didn't even have to act for this. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the point where, like, if you look at the, the, the behind the scenes, this is the point where him and Deepak are still kind of not okay. And Deepika is like just throwing bobs at him nonstop throughout shooting. And it's a lot of fun, but they have great on-screen chemistry in this film. That's highly under. That's something you can't doubt. And the music in this movie is is straight up amazing. Uh, you have, I think, Gagra, which is the first song that plays with that's picture mm-hmm. on Madhuri Dixit. It's a great, great. It's a great tune. Uh, you have uh, Balam Pichkari, which plays at nearly every. It's playing yesterday everywhere. I'm sure. Everywhere, yeah, I'm sure. Right, like it's, it's recording this around Holi, so it's everywhere. You have Batmi's Dil, which is played, which nearly, I think I, if I, if I go to a Sangeet now and somebody, and like someone decides to dance to Batmi's Dil as like a group, you kind of want to like hold them and just, and, you know, just shake them and be like, bro, there are other songs available. It's been done to death so much at this point, but still, still a lot of, uh, still a very fun track. Dil Yawali Gajra. It's infectious, you, uh, you yeah. inevitably do it. Yeah, Dil Yawali Girlfriend and uh, uh, of course the two Kabiras. Um, which uh, the one I think is, is Rekha Bhardwaj, but for me, I, I prefer the Arjit Singh version uh, a, a lot more. Really fun album. Um, yeah, again, bangers, one after the other. Yeah, one after the other. Like it, it's, I have a lot of fun with this. I, I actually think I prefer this to Adelaide Muskil, which is, I think, is, a, is another fun album uh, that also has some really nice songs on there. Uh, I'd probably say. I think there, yeah, the movie is. Yeah, but the, the Chana yeah. Mirea, yes, but I like the title track even more. Mm, the title track, uh, then Cutie Pie and uh, the breakup yeah. song. Quite a few songs that. Bulea, Bulea is like, for me, it's one of the most fun songs to listen to. But I prefer this album to, uh, to, to that. Yeah, so that's that's my seventh and final of the of the list that we have discussed so far. Okay, so given that oh. I have changed, yes, I have changed. Oh, my, have one more. I have one more, and then we get into. It's, it's okay. You can go to eleven. I think I'm also on eleven, and you are you, you are also on eleven. So uh, no, no, it's okay. I will. This, I will. Uh, Okay, I'm quickly going to talk about the eighth movie, which was <laughs> going. Okay, I'm not going to say what it was going to be because I'll give it away. Like some big suspense. Come on, but, I think, but, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the eighth movie that I want to talk about is, uh, as I've been just mentioned a few minutes ago, Hamdil De Chuke Sanam, Sanjay Neela Bansani's movie, starring Aishwarya Rai, uh, Ajay Devgan, Salman Khan, uh, and. Um, yeah, and a bunch of other characters, uh, Helen and uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember names, but Vikram Gokhale, who plays uh, Aishwarya Rai's dad, mm-hmm. uh, all very memorable characters. But again, this movie is about music because uh, Samir, played by Salman Khan, is an aspiring musician. 
Aishwarya Rai's dad, Vikram Gokhale, is a classically trained musician. Aishwarya Rai is a, I don't know what she does in life, but music is part of her life. And so you had to really get the music of this movie right. And in comes Ismail Darbar, which again, this is like a more modern takeoff, I would say. Something like a Bajubar or Piasa in the sense that the music is rooted in classicalism, but it's a great populist expression is expression of it. Uh, you have uh, Nimbuda Nimbuda obviously is the probably the most famous course, song. Yeah. Then there's the title song mm-hmm. Hamdil De Chuke Sanam. I remember. Dol Baje. Oh fuck! I think that is probably the the most famous song. Dol Baje. Man Mohini as well. But for me, the most famous uh, for, for me the. Of course, see, I, is, I, I, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Uh, no, 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 not, not, actually I forgot this, Akhoki Gustan Kia as well, that is also, yeah, that's a great uh, song, oh, that's all, I forgot, I forgot about that song, but that I is probably the nicest song. song, but my favorite is Albela Sajan, which has Shankar Mahadevan, Kavita Krishnamurti and uh, Ustad Sultan Khan, yeah, Sajan it's such a good song, such a good song. Uh, KK men and no, it's not like, just KK. What am I saying? But KK, Tadap Tadap is Tadap Tadap. Tadap Tadap is. I used to sing this song as a kid for singing competition. I never won. But uh, this was my go to song. Tadap Tadap is still say, ah, Nikal Tira, Muchuko Sazadi Karaki, Esaka Gunaki, Tolutagay. I've, I've, yeah. This one and Allah ke bande, Kailash ke, I've sang that song in so many times. I'm always lost. But anyways, <laughs> that aside, Tadap ke as well. So obviously, so many great songs all in one album. It's it's, it's insane. Damn, I'm, I forgot about Akhuki Gustakia. He suddenly really caught lightning in a bottle with that movie, right? If you think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And then one idiot went and ruined it all. But okay, we'll, we'll get we'll skip past him. Uh, but yeah, I think let's move into our uh, our category. Yeah, we have some. All right, guys, drum roll. Yeah, drum roll. <laughs> the most successful actor in the last thirty odd years, or last forty odd years at this point, obviously had some of the best albums to his name, and we haven't even addressed like the big the big albums that came with the big hits. Yes, of yeah. course. Like, like Dilto Bagale has a great album, uh, which I don't think is on either of our lists. Kushkar yeah. Hote again has a great it's album. Not, it's not on our list. <laughs> K3G has a great album. It's not on not our a, list. Mohabbat <laughs> has a great album. It's not, <laughs> not on our list. I am, of course, talking about King of Bollywood, who we already had an episode on, Shah Rukh Khan. So let's let's go back and let's start with. Actually, in the uh, course of this episode, I feel we Abhin and I have cracked it. I think Shah Rukh's success is uh, is predominantly down to the music of his movie. <laughs> nothing to do with no. his acting. Nothing to do with the story. <laughs> it's all down to the music, guys. It's just like dude, like you you can have a wonderful film or rather you can have a really nice movie, a super hit film, but also the back end comes the music where you're like you can think of the number of songs Shah Rukh has been in that are iconic, and we haven't even brought up yeah. that. We haven't brought up, yeah. or dude, like Bilu Baba. Even Bilu Baba, he has like a bunch of of course. Oh, yeah. Kali Oh, God in heaven. I forgot Bazigar. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> it's all right. But, uh, we're not talking about Dilse, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, we're not talking. I'm talking about Dilse. Oh, you are? Oh, thank God. Yeah, it's all, it's all, it's all my list. 
good, good, good. Oh, I was listening to it, uh, but I'll get to this in a bit. I want to first talk about DDLJ. How can I not? Yeah, how can I not talk about DDLJ? मेरे ख्वाबों में जो आए रुक जाओ दीवानी जरा सा झूम झू में मेहंदी लगा के रखना न जाने मेरे घर आ जा पर सिक्स सॉन्ग विच इज वॉट दूवी ओपन विद डूड Yeah, so they were, they were like, uh, I don't think we're going to make a better album than this. Even though I personally prefer, let's say, Khamoshi to, which is more Jatsin Tatsin's album for Sanjay Nelapan Sali. But this, in terms of iconic albums of Indian cinema, this is there. This, this songs make the movie for a large part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I, I would temper that a little because I feel CDDLG is a really good movie. I don't know if it deserves a sort of like there is no it's un, unmatched success that DDLJ has had there's no phenomenon like this in the world I don't know if the movie is that good and I feel because the movie is that big the songs also have gotten that sort of you know like reverence to it they're all really great songs nothing against it but the other movies that we're going to talk in SRK filmography I would say a fair few of them i would say objectively probably have better music than ddlj that's it i mean it's a landmark mm-hmm. album landmark film no doubt no why i think it's big is because now i think let's say what we're coming up on now that's 17 years maybe it's going to like 30 years of ddlj uh coming up very soon it's already 28 years 28 95 28 years 28 years 96 no 95 96 whatever so like 2 3 years away from it's coming years yeah based from 30 years and i'd say by about 98 2000 and, and at that time you didn't have like um the time gap to, to build up the album where mm-hmm. you thought mm-hmm. of the songs as so big but still they were so listenable like you would listen to chao dil diwani you listen to zara sajumlu mein asha is absolutely killing it um and mehdi laga ke rakhta hu just playing at weddings everywhere and yeah, like like to this day it's it's okay it's an okay song but like najani mere is my is my particular exactly same it's my favorite as well it's, it's my it, it it plays it's my go to antakshari song also because anything that starts with na i'm like we have to get that out of the way then we'll get to the other nas so it's uh, it's definitely up there but yeah i i really like the album i the movie kind of really it's me now a little bit and not cuz it's it's bad or anything i feel like i'm at a point where i've seen it one too many a time at least first time yeah. srk if you met that guy in real life it's like bro shut the fuck up and leave me alone dude yeah <laughs> there's another srk please leave me alone movie coming up which we <laughs> which i'll get to uh, after you give give me your entry okay so the in the srk verse the subverse in this episode the first movie that i want to talk about again this is a movie i think Abhin and I have uh, waxed eloquent and loved, talked about our love of enough and more. It's a, it's both our favorite SRK film. Mm. I'm talking about 1994's Kabhi Haan Kabhi Na. Yes. 
again scored by Chetan Lalit. Hmm. Again, super feel-good movie. I'm not going to reiterate or repeat ourselves because we've mentioned enough and more about the story and why we love the movie per se already. But just to give you a quick glimpse on the of the songs that are there in the movie, there's uh, 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 the, there's Ana Mere Pyar Ko Na Tum Bhuta Samjho Jana. Then there is yes. Divana Dil Divana, which kicks the movie off. And what a mm-hmm. way to start the movie! I mean, yeah. At, at at least at that point, and I would say even to this date, this uh, this movie has one of the best uh, opening credits of any movie that I've seen in Bollywood. Hmm. Then there's Aakash ke ham hosh uh, mein abane na paaye. Then there's Sachi ye kahani yeah. hai, which is a Sachi ye kahani is a full on uh, rip off. Uh, but whatever, I mean, I didn't know that growing up. I loved the song. So then, hmm. then there's hmm. Moto hai Albela. Yeah. Uh, my mother sings that song to me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> she sang it. She sang it to me for years. I think my mother never listened to this episode. She loves her coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. No. She's always sang that song to me for like as far as I can remember. She sings it to me. Um, and then yeah, there's Q na hum milke pyar kare. Again, I think I've named six songs. Mm-hmm. All six. I don't know if people remember all of these songs as much as say the DD songs of DDLJ or Se Dil To Pagal Hai, but I just maybe it's a more personal opinion. I just love these a lot, lot, lot more. Maybe because it comes from my love of the film. But mm. they're such nice songs. I love the film. I'm thinking I'm going to watch it again like this week at some point. It's I was just we did a reel on it like last week. It's uh, midway through the week, and uh, I really and I was like, okay, I think this is it's due a rewatch. And a bunch of my friends texted me saying, oh, you love this film. We love this movie. We should watch it again. and uh, yeah. it's like okay cool there's a, there's, a, there's a little cult of kabiha kabina like growing <laughs> uh okay uh, let's let's move on to mine okay now can you yep. say that this is the best rehman album uh, of all time barring I think the fifth one you can rec- recognize from the first two bars alone uh, the first being Chaya Chaya of course <laughs> okay, this is the greatest yeah. rehman album yeah, yeah. number 2 is jia jale which of yeah. course like how can you not yeah. number 3 is is dil se re <laughs> the title this is atrangi and ended up in like that 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 song is the pinnacle of number 4 is a ajnabi which is again a great song <laughs> uh, Number five is Thaya Thaya, which is kind of like a, a rehash of, of Chaya yeah, Chaya. Yeah. And number five is, in my personal opinion, the best song on this album. It's Satrangi yeah. Re. Yeah. It has this Arabic influence. The hands down, so damn good. Okay, so I recently read this theory about... Uh, 
the lyrics that uh, gulzar wrote for the song again satrangi uh, re is about the seven different types of love uh, that supposedly exist uh, and in in the urdu uh, literature uh, the words for these are dilkashi which is attraction and there's uns mm. uh, which is infatuation mm. which is very good mm. the halka halka uns hua mm. uh, then there is ishq which is love then there is uh, aqidat which is trust and there's ibadat which is worship which also i distinctly remember is part of the song and there's junoon which mm. is madness and there is maut which is death So these are the seven types okay. of seven stages of love, uh, mm. and this is uh, part of the lyrics of uh, Satrangire. And in fact, I mean, in inadvertent spoiler, uh, I've already sort of given yeah. out, but is also pl- it plays out. Okay. Seven stages are also part of the story of Dilse. So no, hmm, yeah, Satrangire in in a way encapsulates the film that none of the others do. So even in that sense, the song is special. Damn. I did not realize like the the trigger yeah. behind Satrangire. There's like levels of Satrangire. Levels of Satrangire. Oh, it's a song. It's such a good song. But yeah, let's for the interest of time, let's keep things moving. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. But uh, to to add things, I I think as you mentioned the list of songs, I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah, they'll say it's the best Rahman album. Yeah. It is sort of uncontested at this point. Mm-hmm. But okay, cool. Um, Now coming to this is my tenth film and this is not strictly an SRK film, but uh, he is in the movie. And given that we're anyway already on the topic of AR Rahman, this is a nice segue for me to talk about my last film, which is Sathya. Now again, this is a remake of a Tamil version, which I think has Madhavan instead of uh, Vivek Oberoi. I don't know who plays Rani Mukherjee's part. I haven't watched the Tamil version. Sorry, guys. Hmm. I think that the songs are largely the same. The music is the same. It's just lyrics adapted to Hindi. In Thati, I feel like it's just one after the other bangers. There's the title track by Sonu Nigam, which again is a lovely song to sing along. I feel I, I, hmm. whenever the song comes is played around me, I, I find it irresistible to not sing along with it. and there's chalka hmm. chalkare and there is a udi 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 by adnan sahib yeah, beautiful song pretty yeah. bigger yeah beautiful song hmm. and there's chupke se by sadhna sargam hmm. i think yeah yeah uh very very subtle but very beautiful love song which again probably the lesser known of the lot but again one of my favorites from the movie then there's uh, hmm. mera yaar mila de saiya then there's hmm. mangalyam which Uh, yeah. I think every wedding uh, wants that song <laughs> to be part somewhere in the set list. Mm. I know Poonam wanted it to be a part of ours. Uh, mm. There's a whole story as to why it ended up not being, but I'll, I'll tell you that some other day. <laughs> then okay. There's chori pe, <laughs> then there's Chori Pe Chori again, uh, very fo- popular song. Then there's Nena Milai Ke, mm. and of course, probably the most fo- famous, popular of the lot, which is Oh Hum Dum Suniyore. So uh, yeah. which i mean i know there were there were uh, claims of plagiarism and all but again at that point we didn't know that it's like how yeah. wow the song is awesome what a fun song but what an album is it like all of these songs are yeah. great. there's not a bad song uh the the its greatest contribution its lasting contribution is is car reverse horns uh like it's, oh, yeah. <laughs> the title track has been 
done to death as like as a car as a reversing horn <laughs> musical horn that cars have used for uh, back non indian must be like what are you talking about what is what is a car reversal oh like okay for yeah for those of you who are not from the subcontinent like when, as you're backing up you have the option to install a musical uh, reversing horn that will which in the in the era of uh, back cam- like we have rear view cameras which in the that in the era of that it just doesn't make sense people now are just habitualized it so even if it's a new car they'll have yeah. this car in funny enough the two like the two iconic irritating river musical horns were this uh, which is a song written by the satya track that was written by ar rahman and <laughs> the air tire track it was all Aravan has given us some of the best music to come out of the Indian uh, cinema. What uh, do they do with it? Indian Typical music? Indian fashion. Let's Indian use fashion? it for the most irritating way possible. Yeah, and absolutely beat it to death with uh, with, with the daily uh, humdrum of life. <laughs> humdrum, Suni, or more like. Anyway, so <laughs> this my God, <laughs> what this whole section just building up to this punchline. No, it literally just popped up into my head. I was, I honestly was it looking at like, believe you me, it's, it's a joke I'm not very proud of. It just, it just happened sure to pop be. up in my head. Okay, yes, let's let's quickly like run away from that. Okay, I think I have like two more left, and I kind of want to quickly uh, get through them so without having to uh, spend a lot of time on both. The first is of course 2003's Kalona. Uh, so there's a big craze back in in O3 where. NRI films were like um, uh, were a big thing, right? Like you see in the romantics, the Lady Singh talks about how um, uh, for a lot of NRIs who felt disconnected from the motherland, movies like this really helped them feel closer um, to home. And Kalonoho, I think, is kind of um, Karan Johar's remake of um, of Anand. It's about this guy. Yeah. Hey, it's about this yeah, yeah. family who's yeah. having a, uh, an issue, and then in comes this man with the heart of gold. Uh, who has set everything right and this is one of those films where Charlotte doesn't end up getting the girl even though he kind of gets the girl but he doesn't end up getting the girl so um, and, I mean it's 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 a movie I used to comfort watch for several years before uh, Shah Rukh's Amar really got under my skin but yeah he's not a very for another day yeah, yeah I don't want to get into it now but yeah. Yeah, but yeah but anyway we'll, that's, yeah, that's no. a whole other topic for another, for another episode when we go back into the into the Shah Rukh verse and, and explore his filmography from, let's say, 2002 to 2009. Uh, yeah. But the music in this film is so damn good. Um, like, even Pretty Woman, which was, I think, a, a big hullabaloo about it when it was first announced that they were doing their own version of Pretty Woman for this film. Which is still it was an official song. license yeah. remake, so it wasn't like a ripoff. Oh, I didn't know that. They got an official license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they got, it's an official license. Okay. Like, they, whatever... I don't know what the thing is, but they got Roy Orbison's go-ahead for it. Roy Orbison's estate for okay. it, so it's fine. Roy Orbison in his grave going, Tumbika Hona, pretty Anyway, so uh, there, there was that. There's, of course, there's the title track, uh, which... I, I remember when the, the title track was the teaser. Remember, it was just like... The, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is sound. Oh, I know. Yeah, 
and then uh, it, it's the the piano theme right yeah and and there was this that flag uh, was the american flag was waving in the wind yeah. and you could see srk yeah. leaning over the bridge karel yeah and mm-hmm. i remember just that just the piano bit i was like the first time i heard it i remember you know like those meerkats when they 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 hear some sound and they suddenly mm-hmm. their head whips around yeah. like what yeah, yeah when i heard the kid when i heard that piano I'm like whoa whatever song this is a part of is going to be fucking awesome <laughs> and like it turned out <laughs> to be a great song so yeah. it's a great song it sent a bunch of indians to new york <laughs> very quickly <laughs> it's me uh, yeah, so yeah. I, i would not be i i would say i have done the, i visited the hoboken terminal where he does the whole uh diary reading sequence and so like holding a di- holding a diary and pretending to like read and it's kind of so i i have my whole fandom bit for for kalo now i should really like the movie but those log naam kharab karte ho bhai <laughs> nobody was in the station it was just me okay <laughs> cold ass day nobody was around i'm an idiot i'm not going to go around and and, and you know and, and perpetuate more indian stereotypes since not, not not the kind of person who i am anyway back to the topic at hand <laughs> so there's uh, in terms of the film songs in this film again evergreen classics you have the title track which is so damn good kuch to hua hai which can be perceived to be a song in a, a song about many things but still so much fun to listen yeah. to mahi ve also was a very yeah, yeah sorry yeah, definitely ah there it there goes all listener base anyway <laughs> back to <laughs> you keep talking i'm just reimagining kuch to hua hai from the perspective of them having diarrhea but please continue do char din se सब कुछ अलग है सब कुछ नया है चीजें मैं रख के भूल जाती हूँ Oh man, the kid! I could eat your heart out. <laughs> There was a song about it in the in the in the early two thousands. But anyway, there was that. Sorry. sorry. Uh, yeah. Let's 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 move on quickly. <laughs> there's there's Mahi Vaisya playing at weddings. Uh, it's the time to disco. Any Bollywood night, it plays. Like the DJ DJ will drop the sound as its chorus is about to kick in, and everyone goes, "It's the time to disco!" With the whole step. uh and yeah, they'll do that and like okay they like i need to take a leak i'm just going to play this song they'll they'll sort themselves out and yeah, quickly exactly one of the uh, again one one of, one of the most uh, more iconic uh songs to have uh, albums to have come out uh, of of the early 2000s uh let's quickly forward move forward to my last one that's on the list mm-hmm. that is 2007's om shanti om khome tere अजब सी अजब सी अदाए हैं ओ आंखों में तेरी अजब सी अजब सी अदाए हैं अगेन आई थिंक दिस माइट बी विशाल शेखर्स बेस्ट वर्क पर्सनली बिकॉज़ द द ओपनिंग ट्रैक दैट्स दैट्स दुमताना व्हिच रियली कैप्चर्स 70s एंड 80s बॉलीवुड सो वेल it it has mm. the the blaring horns it has the the violins it has the the thudding 
drums really captures it so well it's a great throwback to uh, to the era as generally as that movie is the movie is a is a great throwback to the era of, of 70s 80s bollywood aakho mein teri such a great song um yeah. then there is chand se jo toote jag sura sura lage it's uh, my sister yeah, sings yeah. that song to the point of me wanted to murder her uh, then then my favorite song is tumko paya hai to jaise khoya ho na main agar kahu yeah main agar kahu main agar kahu correct is a great song of that album uh dastai om shanti om is um is, is a, has this nice operatic feel about it which kind of yeah. basically phantom of the opera you listen to it carefully closely you can uh, sense the phantom of the opera vibe that comes with it uh then divangi divangi uh, divangi mm-hmm. is in, in terms of cam you like uh, i call it og end game <laughs> yeah really og end game like this is before no good <laughs> 12 years before end game para <laughs> khan did it in a song and better uh, <laughs> now i want to see the avengers dance into the one <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i can just imagine tyros like shaking his head <laughs> yeah tyros like so just photoshop him into his sanjay that is All hard girls put your hands up. <laughs> oh my god. No, in fact, uh, to your point on uh, how it it's a nice throwback to the the glamour of Bollywood in the 70s. In fact, I was thinking about Om Shanti Om just today. I was just watching some random scene from La La Land, which is another movie we both love and I realized the reason I like La La Land is it's a movie that celebrates uh you know the the relentless optimism and uh the positivity that you need to have to make it in a career to have a career in bollywood in in the film industry right because it's it's for dreamers it celebrates dreamers that that's and that's a sentiment that resonates very strongly with me which is why i like lala land and i was like what is it just came to my mind the other movie that really does that, at least in the first half is om shanti om Yeah, like, definitely. Uh, Om Prakash Makhija, if I remember, is his character's name. He yeah. he's a struggling actor, yeah. and the movie doesn't, at least the first half, doesn't poke fun at his optimism. It it embraces it, it celebrates it. You it might mine comedy from it, but it's not at its expense. It is yeah, you know, they're, they're, they're not punching the punching down on this guy's stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and that's and, the aspect for me. That is the best part of Om Shanti. It's just hey guys. film is magic and let's celebrate that magic i some of the, the jokes in that film really work like especially i think in the latter half of the film where uh, i think the he's like he's she's shooting for a film and he's like the love of your life is about to get married but you are <laughs> you've lost your eyes you've lost your legs you've lost your hands <laughs> but you, you <laughs> <laughs> he's like what kind of script is this but but he ends up doing it and it's so damn funny um, yeah. but of course like the the cultural legacy of this film is is the worst travel route to have ever been established which makes literally no sense if you actually think about it because what how do you end up like in terms of moving going from london to paris to new york to la and then san francisco oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the, like, uh, the earlier part of it is a little bit of a jumble but uh london paris new york la san francisco is kind of you can make it happen but it's, it's no yeah you can make it happen i mean london yeah. to paris is a little back and forth so i mean paris yeah. london 
New York, LA, San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, but anyway, this, those are all like uh, international ports. So you can, in a way, yeah, right, you have international flights coming through. So Javed Akhtar was thinking ahead. Uh, this is, of course, Darde Disco. Um, funds was basically a big thing because Shah Rukh had abs for this. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, like it's a marketing tool, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it, right? If you objectively look at it. You're saying, guys, come watch this movie. in the theater for one song where in parts of the song this guy is showing his stomach yeah and they actually yeah, even, yeah, the movie is a lot better than just the just the song like <laughs> yeah. if you watch these markan and, and after shiva ki jawani you can leave the theater it's a horrible film actually i have a soft spot for it because it's very dumb and it's like really stupid but it's a very bad I movie leave uh, the theater maybe 5ish to 7 to 7 minutes after shiva ki jawani yeah more or less i think once you get the uh, why <laughs> I mean, you took time. <laughs> Why do you say these things? Why do you say these like, things? Let's see when if Abid will get. I think that's as good as good a time for us to end this episode. <laughs> On that note. guys anyway we come to the end of our lists it has yes, yes. we were we were done anyway uh damn at <laughs> through that threw me off for a loop anyway that was that was uh <laughs> om shanti om <laughs> yes ro it you show sure or no how to ruin a good thing <laughs> oh man, sorry no worries anyway uh, but yeah om shanti om one of my favorite albums and i think generally one of the more widely appreciated albums um in in the last 15 16 years i i think personally vishal shekhar's best work even though jankar beats is a close second uh, i think they are a little more refined when it comes to uh, comes to this film mm-hmm. yeah so that's my final entry do you have anything left no no i'm i'm all out All right. <laughs> I'm not making any. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five minutes. I'm all out, man. Oh, cool. All right, that's us. We'll be back next week to discuss <laughs> something far less controversial than Rohit's take on Sheila Ki Jawani. <laughs> Until then, you take care. I <laughs> uh, will see you Bye-bye. soon. Bye. So they opened their big mouths, and out came talk, talk, talk. <laughs>